You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Ooh boy, we are excited about this topic today. It is a beast of a concept that can leave a lot of business owners feeling just very overwhelmed and confused. So we're talking email lists. Ooh, now I know what you might be thinking. Freaking heck, guys, there is so much to think about as an entrepreneur. I have an Instagram, I have a Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and now you're telling me about email lists. But take a deep breath, it's fine. We'll just do this together. All right, (laughs) we're about to make this super easy to understand and super exciting to tackle. Today, we're covering the basic principles and strategies you need to understand when it comes to building an email list, why it's even important, what platforms you should consider, who even needs an email list, and what are the first steps to actually getting started building one? Because friend, all of those answers and more are coming at you on today's show. It's time to stop putting off email lists and tackle them sooner rather than later. It's not as hard as they seem, I promise. We got you. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, let's dive on in to this episode. I think this is going to be such a fun, like nitty gritty. Let's get going. So first up, why do you even need an email list? Because I know, like Lindsay said in the intro, it can feel so overwhelming where you're just like, oh, I have to do this and this and this and this and this and this. And it's just like, ah, you're like ready to freak out. But let's break down the importance of an email list and help us kind of wrap our brains around why we should even be considering it. So do you want to dive in? Yeah. I think the first thing to remember with why is that you should not, as a business owner, be putting all of your eggs in one basket. That basket being the social media basket. I know that it's fun. I know Instagram is flashy and it's like so cute. But frankly, friend, you do not own Facebook or Instagram. Mark Zuckerberg does. Unless you are Mark Zuckerberg, which... (laughs) He is 1 million percent not listening to this episode. Uh, So you're not him. Um, And the truth is, tomorrow they could up and delete Instagram or or Facebook. And that's probably not going to happen. But still, they could change the algorithm. They could do whatever the heck they want because they own it. And you have the potential to lose everything you've built. Again, because you don't own that platform. Yeah, but with email you do. With email, you are way more in control of who's seeing stuff and, you know, who's getting it at what time and all of that. You don't have to deal with the algorithm because the algorithm only shows content to a fraction of your followers and you don't have much control over that realistically. With email, like it can be a lot more intimate. It's a message that you're sending straight to one individual and you have the ability to respond back to a message directly versus, you know, just commenting on a social media post. Well, and I, I would say like, I could hear you say you listening to Evie say that and be like, well, I can DM people. But I feel like for some reason, there is something intimate when somebody emails you back versus just a DM. 
I don't know what it is, but psychologically, I feel like it, even if it, it just, usually they're longer and it, it gives the perspective that you spent a lot of time writing that message versus, oh, I'm just going to like pop off a quick like sentence in a DM. Does anyone else feel that way? Like, I feel like just a, a personal email response feels more intimate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think like emails not only are on your own terms, on your own turf, and they can feel a lot more intimate, but they freaking work. Like they yeah, plain that's work. Just, that's just <laughs> the truth. <laughs> that's that's just the t- gospel truth right there. Especially if you are selling like a physical or a digital product um, or a service. So basically anything ever that you would sell. <laughs> Building up an email list to notify when things launch, when things go on sale, when you have, you know, that, that, update, that collab, whatever that is, is such a good way to market in addition to social media. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that just gives you like a basic, like 101 overview of why an email list is important and why you should consider one outside of just social media. All right. The next question that you're probably asking yourself is what email list platforms should I consider? Like, I don't even know the first thing. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. So we're going to give you three that we know of and that we've personally used and kind of talk about each one. So the first one is MailChimp. Um, MailChimp is, maybe I don't know if this is the best one I should have started with, but it's one that I think is a good intermediate. It like can do a lot of back end technical stuff. And I think a lot of people know about MailChimp. It's one of the most popular ones, Mm -hmm. but it's also, it can be techie. So that's like the downside of MailChimp is that it can, like the interfacing of it, I guess, is, can be technical to understand. Like I've, I've spent, I started on MailChimp and I've spent, I don't even want to share how many hours trying to figure out stuff. So there is that. However, it's, it's really good. It works. Like it it does a lot of of the technical stuff. Yeah, that you want it to. So it's a really good option for like an intermediate person is what I would probably say. Yeah, let's backtrack though and say a beginner option. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know why I said that one first. (laughs) That's all good. The best beginner option I would recommend, and I know Lindsay too, would probably be Flowdesk. Flowdesk is very user-friendly. It's very easy to understand. It's very easy to navigate. They have a lot of great email templates if you want to go that route. Um, So Flowdesk is a great option. We also like have a pretty good personal relationship with Flowdesk and we just, mm-hmm. we love them as a company and as a brand. So, well, and I will say the difference between Flowdesk and MailChimp and the other one that we're going to talk about is Flowdesk actually has beautiful templates that you yeah. can pick from that make your emails look really beautiful and branded. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there is argue uh, over whether that's a good sales tactic or not, yeah. um, mainly because. Think about like all of the ads that you get from like JCPenney or like Sears or like a random Walmart. I don't know why Walmart's emailing you if you, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, like any like big box store that's sending like promotional emails, they're usually always filled with pictures and colors and like a lot of design elements, right? Yeah. Yet think of the email that your mom would send you. Think yeah. of the email that your aunt or your friend would send you. It would be literally just text. It would be plain. Yeah. And so there, there is a concept that I think has a lot of validity to it that is that when you add a lot of fancy like colors and branding, it almost psychologically to the sender makes it feel like spam because like it's like- personal, yeah. Right, because of that exact Corporate. what I just said. Like JCPenney sends you ones that look the exact same. So why, it's almost like you instantly delete it. However, when it's just an email with literally just bare bone text and nothing else, yeah. you think it's like coming from a close personal friend. 
Yeah. So that's just a marketing little tip for you. Uh, yeah. But we still love Flowdesk and they are really beautiful, I will and say. And their their templates are gorgeous. So that's something that like we've heard arguments for both sides of some people being like, no, like, you know, you can still make it feel very personal with a, a beautifully branded email or other people being like, no, honestly, the conversion rates are better this, this way. So it's like, I don't, I wouldn't say like, I know hands down black and white, this, you know, one right. way works better over the other. So Flowdesk is still either way, whether you use their branded graphic templates or not, um, they're a great place to start. MailChimp is the intermediate option. And then for a more advanced uh, option, we recommend and we currently use Active Campaign. Um, mm-hmm. Active Campaign is fantastic. The only thing I will say about Active Campaign is it truly is a much more advanced pro level. There's uh, so much you can email do. list. Well, there's so much you can do. It can get very complicated, which is a good thing because there's so much you can do. But the the one thing that I would say, like you could maybe learn it as like an intermediate or like a beginner, but the price tag will probably steer you away until you're in the level where like you're ready to invest in it because it is a bit more expensive than any mm-hmm. of the other options for sure. But so. if you're the person that's like, maybe you're selling online products or even courses or something like that where that price tag is worth it for the capabilities yeah. that it, it cuz it can it can connect to Shopify, it connects to Facebook ads really well. Like it just has a lot of not that I don't think Mailchimp can't, but and I know Flowdesk it's very hard to do anything beyond basic opt-ins on Flowdesk, yeah. which is why it's good for beginners. But if you're like ready for the heavy duty dogs, <laughs> I don't know where that what? came from. Um <laughs> We recommend Active Campaign for that purpose. Or even if you're at the level where you're outsourcing to like a marketing manager who could handle like the tech side of your email list, then that's also where we'd probably, I mean, they would probably also recommend Active Campaign to you as well, just for how like in depth it is. Yeah. All All right. right, So those are the softwares that we recommend. Now you're probably sitting there wondering, okay, how can I get people to my list? So Lindsay, Mm. do you want to dive into that one? Yes. So the best way to get people onto your list is to start with a freebie opt-in because in order to actually get people to sign up for your list, you need to give them a return on investment. Like just as human beings, we hate spam or junk emails that just sell us stuff, right? Like I hate that JCPenney like email that I, it would take two seconds to unsubscribe it. I just don't. And I delete them every time, but that doesn't make sense. (laughs) But like we hate that, right? So in order to actually get somebody to give us the valuable sacred email address- Yes. then you need to give them an immediate return. You can't just be like, hey, sign up for my list. Like no one's going to do that unless yeah. they freaking love you or it's your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we recommend giving something of value. So what I mean by giving something of value is either create a PDF or a video or even a graphic template that somebody could use that gives value a way that's in your niche and that your ideal customer would find helpful. So Evie can go through a bunch of examples for you to break that down even farther. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are a business coach, you know, for example, do a like an Instagram guide 101, like an Instagram 101 guide or whatever. If you are a Pinterest expert, do like a freebie on how to get your Pinterest views high or, you know, to a million a month or like whatever. If you're a hairstylist, give them a video that's like five easy updo tutorials for your summer vacation or like for summer or whatever. If you're a photographer, give like a sample wedding timeline that people can sign up for and download that like is like a template or something that they can fill out. Or if you are a like a web designer or a brand designer or something, give like free Instagram bio link page or free like 
story graphics or something like that, that's going to offer value to the audience that you're trying to reach and serve. Mm-hmm. And when, no matter what email template, or sorry, email service platform you're using, you can always create opt-in forms that you can either embed on a page on your website or within the platform itself, create like an opt-in page. And we said earlier that we recommend Flowdesk for beginners. And Flowdesk is honestly, we love them because it just truly makes it so easy to create an opt-in form. It's literally called form. It's very simple. (laughs) Um, And so if you're brand spanking new to growing an email list, start with Flowdesk. And we're going to, well, we're going to break down kind of a little bit more, but just Trust us, it's very simple. They make it the simplest out of all the three options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So next up, we wanted to cover like some of the basic principles that you need to keep in mind when building an email list. So first up, serve them with regular value. Don't just spam your list with sales emails. So think of the strategy here much like what we teach with Instagram. You want to serve, 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 then sell then rinse and repeat. Serve, 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 sell. Serve, 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 sell. Like half the time, heck, you can do like serve, 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 sell. Serve, 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 serve. Like you just want to pile on the service and occasionally toss in the sale. Well, because think about if you sign up for someone's email list, even if it was from a freebie, okay, awesome, great. I'm thankful for that freebie. But then every email after that that they send you is only when they're selling something. That's going to yeah. piss you off real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not pleasant to open something right. every time and feel like you're being pressured to something like every time. So Right. It's the exact same like Evie just said as social media. Like you follow people because they give you value. Same yeah. concept. And because you enjoy what they're sharing and like all of that good stuff. So keep the exact same marketing concepts in mind when it comes to your email list. And then secondly, with that, keep things regular and consistent. Now, this doesn't have to mean you have daily emails going out or even weekly emails going out. Even, you know, monthly or bi-monthly emails are great because your list can anticipate those. So try to keep things as regular as possible and just figure out what works best for you and for your company model. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best, and you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? (laughs) Okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking, and you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry, that's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now, we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before. And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. 
you get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Hey, photographers, this one's for you. Real talk, have you ever felt like your photos just look stale? Like they lacked the oomph that you're looking for? Ever feel like you're not just like fully capturing the life and energy and story of your clients, but you just don't know how to fix it? Well, we've got some magic sauce for you, my friend. Meet your new best friend, The Posing Miner, our online course for photographers showing you how to capture those jaw-dropping, authentic photos of your clients that will leave them in tears because you capture them in the moment so perfectly. Yes, it is packed full with six course episodes, over 232 minutes of video content, and three bonus PDFs. Lindsay and I take you out into the field with us. Like, no, literally, we we go into some fields and we walk you through step-by-step how to pose families, couples, portraits or seniors, wedding parties, and a wedding couple. So if you are ready to say bye-bye to brain farts in the middle of your photo sessions, awkward silences and weird freaking prom poses, uncomfortable clients and subpar images, the posing minor is your new best friend. To see more and to join in on the magic, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. One more time, theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. Next, make sure to keep them personal. They should ideally be short enough for someone to read while waiting in line for their Starbucks. And Starbucks is fast, so short is key. Like, or at least <laughs> yeah. the Starbucks line is fast. Or maybe even like in a doctor, no, that's a bad example because I don't like doctor waiting rooms take for freaking ever. You keep the Starbucks in mind. Okay. Right? Right? Wouldn't you yeah. agree? Yeah. I I think, like, just keeping in mind, like, you don't want it to be something, like, they're not going to be sitting down reading through your novel of an email as they're, like, going to bed. Like, that's, they're, they're yes. like, unwinding in the evening. They're not going to be sitting down reading, like, a novel via email. Like, yeah. they're going to be glancing at it when they're waiting. Like, I read through emails in a doctor's waiting room or, you know, like that's the space where people are going to be right. actually taking the time. So like think of like short time frames like that, like in line at the grocery store waiting to check out, in line at Starbucks and, you know, wherever. You just like, want them to be brief so that they're yeah. more likely to actually read the whole thing. But with that, like I said, keep it personable. Keep it very relational. Like uh, treat it like you're literally writing it to a single individual and not like an entire email list, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So... That is the best. Novels via uh, emails as well typically feel really overwhelming and are Mm -hmm. often ignored and like deleted. So try to keep them not only personal, but short. Um, And I would say just a little tip to tag on to that. Don't have really, really long paragraphs. Like have short, because that's again, as an eye reads something on a screen or on a phone, if it's long, I'm, I'm skipping right away. I'm not reading that. Yeah, walls of text can feel overwhelming. So break up your paragraphs and all of that. Format it in a way that feels easy for the eye to like skim over. Yeah. Um, finally, some basic principles to keep in mind. Final principle is hook them with the subject line. Mm-hmm. Think of this like your Instagram hook. Make it catchy. 
offer them something of value. Like in a little that, tease. Yeah, in that subject line. Like think of encouraging them to want to open it, knowing that there'll be something inside that either offers them value or and like serves them or entertains them. So just any principle that you've ever heard us talk about with your your Instagram hooks of like, truthful clickbait. Like that's always how I like to think of my hooks. That's how you should be thinking of your subject line because that's literally your hook of your email. So keep that in mind as well. All right. So, so far we've covered why you need an email list, what platforms you should consider, how to get people on your list with opt-in freebies, and then some basic principles to keep in mind. However, now we're going to give you some goods. We're going to walk you step-by-step through if you've never done this before. And even if you have, just like an overview of like literally how to start an email list and how to actually get started with it. Cause I know it can be so freaking overwhelming. So yes, step one, you need to sign up for a, like a platform, right? So yeah. whether you're just starting, we recommend Flowdesk or MailChimp, but if you're baby fresh, I really truly recommend Flowdesk. It makes it so simple. Yeah. I, if I show you two screenshots of the inside of Flowdesk versus Active Campaign or Mailchimp, it, you would understand why I'm pushing you in that direction. <laughs> why we're we're because I love you. Out here. <laughs> also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Flowdesk. A lot of email service providers, as your list grows, they charge you more because you're obviously sending yeah. out more emails to more people. Yeah, but I think Flowdesk is one price no matter how big your list grows. Is that correct? I truly do not remember. So. Okay, well that could be false, but I don't think it is. Go check me on that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, step two, create an opt-in or a reason for people to want to be on your list. So whether that's a freebie that will serve your audience, like any of the examples that we listed above, or even an exclusive offer, like my email list will be the first to get this new offer along with a, you know, blank percentage discount, like a 10% Mm -hmm. discount, or, you know, they'll get these bonuses or whatever. Like give them a reason to sign on to your list. Yes. All right, step three, batch some value-based emails to continue to serve your audience. So this is kind of a continual step, ideally, if you can keep it up. But, and and I don't want this to be overwhelming. Like even, like Evie said earlier, if you can only do one a month, that's okay. Mm -hmm. At least it's consistent. So this could be weekly, monthly, tips or tools, answering some common questions that you get asked or serving them with value, life updates, tips, anything like that. Treat emails. Like I think people get in their head about like, what content do people want to hear from me? Honey, it is the same stuff that you do on Instagram. And if that is a question of, I don't know what to post on Instagram, we have other episodes for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like truly we do. But it's, it's the same concept of serving them with value and rotating through what kind of tips and tricks and life updates that they would want to hear. So exactly, just batch those in advance. It makes it a lot easier to kind of send out a monthly email or even a bi-monthly email. Yes. And then step four is going to be create an audience. So basically a group in your email service provider that everyone who signs up for that freebie list will be added to. So you'll see this when you get into the back end of your software or the provider that you're using. But basically make sure you have an audience set up of people who are going to be receiving that that freebie and mm-hmm. then receiving any email updates. And I will say the reason to do that and to create like, a bunch of little different audiences versus just having all your freebies, like all different freebies going to just one big mega audience in your entire list is because if you ever want to, in the future, send out an email that only applies to like one specific audience, then it's super helpful to like have your list segmented. So that way you can send emails to all of your audiences combined. And again, Flowdesk makes this super simple. Or you can send out emails just to a certain audience that maybe signed up for only one freebie because that's targeting a certain type of person, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, like just a super quick example to make that really easy. Like, you know, for Lindsay and I, if we have an audience in our email lists of photography clients, potentially photography clients, where Mm -hmm. they signed up for a freebie that's like for, you know, a couple session or, a you know, a wedding like couple or whatever. Um, Or we have an audience for, you know, time management, education and help. So that's like another segment. And then we have another one for, you know, like we're breaking up almost like the people that we serve and the specific needs that they have. Um, Yeah that we're going to like target them then with other emails that specifically serve them in that niche that we like captured them in. Yep. All right. So step five is to create your opt-in form page and link it so that when people sign up for that opt-in form, they are then added to the audience that you want it to go to, if that makes sense. So if you're making multiple audiences and here, here's a great example that I've done in the past. So in the past, I have created a freebie called like, I don't actually know what it's called, but it was like basically uh, steps, like 10 steps to create a styled shoot, right? So that's mm-hmm. clearly for photographers. It's photography education. Yeah. So I created an audience, like we just said in the last step, that was like styled shoot freebie audience or something. I don't, I don't know what I called it. Something like that. And so then when I made that opt-in, I linked that opt-in so that people that sign up to that opt-in would automatically be put into the styled shoot freebie audience. Yeah. Because that opt-in was meant for the styled shoot freebie. Yep. Perfect. And then the sixth and final step is to make the first email triggered when people sign up for that form, have the link to your freebie inside of it. So you can either include the file in the email itself, or you can link it to download or link it to watch. If it's a PDF, we recommend uploading it to your Google Drive or your Dropbox and then linking that file. Or if it's a video, we recommend uploading it to like Vimeo and linking that video to watch. So basically just creating an email that actually delivers the goods to your person who just signed up for your email list. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I Well, you can't answer me because you're listening to this later when we record it. <laughs> but hopefully that makes sense. Like, because I know when you're first diving into email lists, it can be super complicated and it just seems like so overwhelming. This, yeah. Like I stopped myself forever from starting an email list just because there was so much techie stuff that I didn't understand. So yeah. hopefully breaking down those steps kind of helped you understand like, oh, okay, cool. And if you need to listen to this back, feel free or write notes or go see the blog show notes where it's already written down for you, Loki. You don't have to do it for yourself. Um, then do that. But hopefully this just made email lists a lot more doable because you really genuinely should be doing them like yesterday. Yes, they're um, super no helpful. <laughs> they are. No cap. <laughs> no I cap. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you love this episode, be sure to share it with some other entrepreneurial friends to make sure they have the, the 101 on building out an email list. Come back and listen to this episode as you're building out and figuring out how to set up your own email list because this is full of seriously some of the best foundational principles you can yeah. learn. I wish and I had this episode when I was trying to get... Legit. And if you... <laughs> want us to talk about it more, like this topic more, and you're like, okay, great. I got the basics. I already have that. I want more high level, like email marketing, like tips and education. Let us know um, whether you leave a review or you leave it in the podcast uh, Facebook group, which if you're not in that, go to the show notes and join. But uh, we want to know or DM us. That works too. But we want to know if you love just the topic of email marketing. We haven't really tackled that on the show yet until now. So let us know. Yes. All right. Now, in the meantime, go kick some butt. We are cheering you on and we will see you on the next 